Another edition of the Views from the Friend Zone podcast. It's your boy Real Talk Morph. Happy Sunday to everybody out there. Happy Football Sunday for the football fans. I know I'm torn, right? Because I love football, but at the same time, I still kind of feel like boycotting the NFL. So it's tough. And I'm a big Giants fan. You know what I'm saying? So I got the Giants hat. You see, you know, Open Shirt Poppy, aka Sensei, with the with the first game Giants jersey, and we got, you know, a minute to left. But I'm going to have the team introduce themselves, like always. <laughs> my name is Amanda, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Greedy Gut. And Amanda, you got a name for this man? Oh, my God. All right, so we made a deal. <laughs> you only get clean on that. Just, <laughs> no, I have to say why him. I'm calling you this, okay. okay? We made a deal that if Mike makes it on time, because Mike is always late, that I would, <laughs> that I would call him, <sighs> Your Highness. So. All day, baby. What's no, not all is day. This, is this your king? No. I didn't hear you. What did you say? What are you calling me? Oh, my God. Your Highness. Okay. There you go. And introduce yeah, yourself. in the building, <laughs> a.k.a. Open Shirt Poppy. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so, you know, the weather outside is raining, stuff like that, but we're still going to have a good time, you know. A lot of a lot of things went on this week in entertainment, so we're gonna do a segment this week. You know, hopefully we'll bring the segment back and update it. But this will be the first time. It's called the Wire segment, which is week in review of entertainment and sports. Yes, you know, yes, yes. Talk about things that's going on, different topics. First thing we want to say is rest in peace to Mac Miller. You know, man. Young rapper taking you know way too soon another drug overdose. You know, we live in the uh, the the drug epidemic where it's not necessarily just people in the community, but it's just like, you know, the overdosing of young artists, which I think always happened, but it just appears that it's happening really frequently of Leave late. them drugs alone, man. Especially I mean, because it's just like people are doing I like saw, lean I saw and a video, culture and a stuff. I saw a video with Mac Miller and uh, French Montana. They was in the studio or whatever in French who, uh, I don't know what he does or whatever, how many like drugs he's into, but... Mac Miller had like a two liter of that 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 purple drink, I think it was. Yeah. The lean. lean. And he was like just pouring just it. Just pouring in. it up. Like, you, know? you know? Going what, too soon. How do you feel about it? I think it's sad. It's an epidemic. All these kids, well, I'm sorry, they're not kids, but all these young, rappers, young these young adults, exactly. They're just popping pills like it's nothing. And of course we gotta also talk about how like, you know, the men this week have been a little more mature than the women. <laughs> while, while the men are making men's and, and, and cleaning up relationships, we got the women acting a fool at Fashion Week. You know, don't shoes and shit. So you know, let, let's talk about the men yeah. getting over long stemming beefs. Right, we got two situations that was cleared up this week. We got Meek Mill and Drake showing each other love at a concert. That's right. Public embrace, like you know, after we thought Drake was trying to officially end Meek Mill, a couple years later, he brought him out rebuild. on stage for his show, it was Drake's show. He had Meek come out of the floor, you know what I mean, do his rhyme, which was a good moment of unity. Yeah, also, I, I seen it on the also shade. in the social media world, Chris Brown 
and Drake oh, followed each other. Did you did you see Meek and uh, Drake? They was playing ping pong too. So I it wasn't see that. it wasn't just a rap thing or whatever. See, they I didn't actually, see that. They were playing some ping pong and stuff like I backstage or whatever. That's whatever. nice. You know what I mean? So you know, and meanwhile so. we have the women who are. Acting petty. So the rumor that I oh, heard. Why you say that real fast? Acting petty. And then you go. No, I'm going to give you a chance to, you know, defend a woman's honor. But so this is what I heard cause I mean, besides for the liking of the p- comment where uh, someone said that Cardi was a bad mom and Nikki liked it. So that got mm. Cardi and stuff. But I heard Cardi walked by and Nikki stepped on her dress. And that and that's what kind of. I think no one really knows the true this, oh, so, story. So you know, Hardy said something about Nikki saying talking about her daughter too. Yeah. Was yeah. it just her liking the bad mom comment yeah, well, or saying something else? There's so many different rumors that's coming out. So how do you feel like women taking the L for being super petty in in, in the industry Nobody this week? Nobody took an L for being super petty. I think that they should have been a little bit so more mature at that moment. So the speed not on Cardi's. I heard that that was from Raleigh, and then I heard it was from the security guard. So I'm taking credit for that. I'm taking credit for that. And Nikki's knuckles was bloodied up. Where did that lump come from? I I was just reading comments off the shade room, so I don't know how she got lumped up. From the security. Listen, if you come for somebody's kid, they're gonna come at you regardless. But I think that maybe they should have done it somewhere else. You gotta be more mature and do it in the right setting. You, they already don't want. Niggas at the Fashion Week events, you know what I'm saying? It's so now you're showing yourself being you a nigga, your what you're leopard yeah. print dress or whatever super designer you wearing, and yet you taking off your shoes trying to play target practice. Like, and I wonder, you can't miss if you throw. Were they Kristen Labautins? Were they her Fashion Nova shoes? Yeah. Just get oh rid of them God. like that. If you get rid of them like that, that's a Fashion Nova that's jump. A fashion Nova shoe. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we also so gotta that. discuss briefly the the child support situations where we have you know um gloria uh oh yeah matt bonds yeah i don't know anything about this gloria um, gloria who who cares from basketball wives gavon i think gloria gavon lost her kids to matt matt got the kids back because of her wilding out matt got custody and a restraining order order. and then we also also got nas who's just like yo i'm tired of getting called out i don't get to see my kid and like police keep dragging let's speak on the the matt bond situation first with that Um, a situation i knew nothing about i read something about uh they went to school it was his time with the kids Mm -hmm. which unfortunately i can attest to this type of situation yeah these drop-offs and pickups when you co-parenting and sometimes it goes a little awry so um she did something like put the kids in her car or whatever and he told them no get out you're going with me because it was his time yeah and then they the kids listened to him they got in his car and she started while and I rate, you know, yeah, being crazy mom, whatever. And um, I think the cops was called or whatever, whatever. Yeah. But uh, and she also ultimately got arrested from that situation. <sighs> Maybe wow. she's filming for the next season of Basketball Wives. Mm-hmm. I didn't think she was on there. And then Nas also pointed out that, you know, there's been times where it was his time to pick yeah. up night. And then because of Khalees family being in town, she's like, no, you can't have my son and stuff like that. You know, the pawn thing. But I, don't, I never understand that. There's even a story, real quick, another child support story where Chris Brown's um, baby mother is complaining that, you know, she doesn't have enough money, even though Chris Brown. He's a deadbeat dad or something she said. No, he's, she, she can't say deadbeat dad, but she, she, she wants that. to live more that. lavish, more lavish yeah, sure. and she doesn't feel like she should live with, within means because the baby father has means, even though he has... You know, partial um, 
custody and he takes care. But you know, she wants to be able to live in a more bigger <laughs> she community. She screwed the rapper right? or she screwed the R&B singer because she figured it was a come up. She's and like, do, I don't care. And is even saying that I agree that uh, royal royalty. Uh, stole three hundred dollars out of um, Chris Brown's mother wallet to give to her mother. How old is Royalty now? Like four. <laughs> I didn't because, hear any of this. Yeah, because I, because we was doing no entertainment. Because we was doing entertainment. I said, you know, I'm gonna bring a little more of back because no four year olds going. But wallets. she stole three hundred dollars oh. to give to the moms because the mom said she needed wow. money. That's crazy. You know. What well, I'm oh, back to the Nas joint. Um, yeah. I feel for my man because we had a lot in common. When I had got married the same day him and Khalees got married, which is crazy. You and we set both that up. ended up getting divorced. Yeah. It was just, it's, listen, we're kindred spirits, me and Nas. You know, queens That's all queens day. all day. So, um, but I can't really feel completely bad for him because you knew what Khalees was about before you married her. Yeah. Well, she made it clear. She's crazy, right? She made it clear in her I music. I hate you so much she right now. She made it clear in her so, music and she was crazy. Just know? like me. <laughs> Nas might have had a little thing for crazy women. Yeah. You know, and this is what happens, bro. And and and, <laughs> and the last, you know, entertainment slash sports conversation we could talk about briefly is the Colin Kaepernick situation. Nike stepping oh, up, rolling out yeah. that campaign that was like a really big deal. And the crazy thing about it is, even though there's nothing political in the advertisement. It's all about having crazy dreams and chasing those crazy genes and having so many inspiration stories in the advertisement. People are losing their minds. Burning up Nikes. Not even their fresh the boys. Anyway. Not even their fresh boys. There's a lot of dad Nikes. I didn't see no the Jordans. Dis- the discontinued <laughs> Nikes, you know what I'm saying? No but they already paid their shots. money, so they can burn it all yeah. they want. And, and, and like, like you said, why don't you donate? Right. This close to the to the it's veterans who are homeless. Exactly, I agree. Put your money where your mouth is. Even if you feel you're gonna say you're not gonna support Nike, take that same money you was gonna support and donate it to the veterans. Come full circle. With yeah, your, so you can say protest. you did something because they're always saying people calling up the radio station. Well, what has he done for the community? This and the third. Even though Colin Kaepernick is very um, philanthropic, philanthropic, he gives back all the time. They don't know anything, but you up here talking bad about him. Donate those Nikes since you don't want them. Since your boy had a Nike, I see. That's a fact. I seen something on social media. A storefront had a typed up document they put on their window saying the employees could no longer wear Nike products to the to the work. Wow. I was like, are you so, kidding? So me? All the, that's crazy. Not to get too political, but all the crazy stuff that Trump does, no one takes a step back and protests. Oh, we're not going to the Trump, you know. Golf courses and stuff like that. Why don't? But you know what? People don't keep that same energy. Come on, you know what it's all. You know, so I, you know, like I said, we touched on a lot of you know this week topics of entertainment and sports. A lot gonna, going on. We're gonna try, you know, to do that on a regular basis. But we want to discuss that shortly. Now we're gonna get into our regularly scheduled show, and we're gonna have Sensei kind of go you. through these topics because he has a vantage point on these topics, dun, 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 and I'll play more the role of answering. Providing responses as well as Amanda, and we'll, we'll let them kick it off. Open shirt poppy operation. Open shirt poppy topics this week. That, that I need some music. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we gotta step our technical game up. Yeah, we gonna get there. We gonna get there. So, you know, um, I was thinking, talking to some crazy people I know, and I was just running some ideas by them. You know, but uh, this is one that came to mind um, this week. So it's regarding love. Or obligation. 
All right. So that's the main topic of and these that's, questions. That's very here. deep because you know how many people we know mm-hmm. feel like still are in situations because they're obligated. Some situations. Either 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 the cost of rent or the kids or something <laughs> else. It's so. something keeping you there outside of what it should be, true love or what have you. So um the first question to this topic here is have you ever felt like you were with someone because you owed it to them, not to not because you loved them? So we gonna start off with the lady in the house. Ladies first. Ooh, ladies first. Ladies first. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you very much. No, I have never been with someone feeling like I was obligated to be with them. I feel like that would sacrifice your happiness. I don't want to be in that type of situation. So hell no, no. I I think I've been in a situation where it's just like you know, is. I felt obligated to protect the person because they shared with me a story of being taken advantage of. And I felt like, you know what, I cared about this person, even if they weren't acting right. Mm-hmm. I still want to be kind of their protector, even though they're not really showing me the love or the respect that I wanted. That's but it wasn't, a, it wasn't a situation where I was in like a, a big long-term relationship where it was just like I was dying to get out. But I felt like I gave this person more than enough chances because I felt obligated to protect her, even though she was out there being, you know, crazy. I think that's a thing that's different with us as men. Because um, I had situations where I honestly felt like I was checked out of the relationship, but I felt obligated to give it more of a shot, um, whether it be because we had children together and my children deserved that shot of having both their parents together. Or, you know, um, I may have did things that I felt could have ended the relationship myself. And I was like, damn, you know, um, I felt guilty for the things that I had done. So I was like, all right, I'm going to stick it out, even though I can clearly see we're not on the same page. And I'm not making her happy. She's not making me happy. But for some reason, we're still together. So that's how I felt the obligation to try to make it work. And... Um, ultimately it didn't yeah. you know what I'm saying because for one thing it can't be one sided you know and you have to be on the same page as far as what are we doing this for are we, are yeah. we, are we sticking it out because we need to or because we want to and I used to be a, a firm believer of like you know sticking to your commitments you know sticking to trying to build something but then i also realized like you have a finite number of years on this earth right i was gonna say sticking around is that worth your happiness exactly because sometimes you got to be selfish you got to think about yourself and let's keep it a buck i i said this last week and you have a you know a limited amount of years of you really being popping in these streets so why burn out these years and then you know what I was miserable for such a long time. Now you old and you out here trying to find love in your silver years. You know what I'm saying? Where it's just like what your age good is years. Silver years, by the way. I need I'm to I'm gonna know say that. like when those grays start to show up. I mean, you know, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. The grays already started. I'm for getting me. older, and, so you know, I need to know. But to me, it's just like this. I feel like you know what? Not to say that if you hit 45, 50, and then you start looking for love, that you know you wasted your time. But to me, it's just like you know what? In your Mid-20s to mid-40s, to me, is like your sexual peak, your energetic peak. You know, your aspirations for life are high. So if you take those years and squabble them and then, like, become a free agent 
like you know at 50 you can still enjoy the, the next chapter of your life yeah but your 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 to me your your productive years have been wasted okay all right so to do the flip side of that okay. that's what you feeling like you stay around you know out of obligation the second question would be um could you be with someone who was with you because of what you could do for them not because they loved you so essentially they were staying or being with you so so let me let me uh ask a, an, another caveat to that question when did you realize this had you always known this no, the whole time no, y'all was no. in a relationship? I would say you realized it, you know, a little into the relationship. Year two, a couple years, but whatever, you know. I feel like you, um, in that situation, you're being used. Who wants to be used? Right? Yeah, you might feel that, that way. I, but I would. I don't know about anyone else, but I would definitely feel used in that situation. And, and let me take it a step further. Someone could love you because you're, you're, you're so great to them. Right, yeah. and you're not—they not necessarily love you, but like, yo, he's a good provider. Right, he protects me. He makes me feel special. Mm -hmm. I'm not head over heels in love with the person, but I love that safety. I must speak do you to in turn, some other shit. but do you in turn feel like you being used, or <laughs> in the same I'm a, I'm time? I must speak to y'all on some other shit. That's Let's just go. how it is. Look, speak picture to us. this, picture your highness. This. this is never gonna right. happen unless my dreams come true. But say somebody like a Sanai Lathan said, you know what? I'm tired of dealing with these rich cocky dudes i just want a regular dude and we come across each other at one point like a rn like 50 said yeah, a, like, a i just want to try a regular dude who may not have everything together but he's regular and you know he he treats me nice which i would treat her like oh my god you don't even know so not holler at me but anyway <laughs> if i knew that she was like just i was maybe say i was some type of test experiment i would be willing to be used in that situation Using you know what i mean because and and this is that's an extreme situation, but there's a lot of times where dudes know chicks is not really into them. Mm -hmm. And and same thing with women, you know. But they'd be like, I can convince him to love you. You can learn to you love know what me. I'm saying I can convince you once you really get to see what it is to be with me. I'll show you. So initially, you'll start out. You like, you know. I I, I think back to um in the movie Why Did I Get Married mm -hmm. when Chris Rock asked um what's her name from Scandal. Kerry Washington. Kerry Washington. She was marrying this dude who, you know, he was well-to-do. Yeah. But she wasn't. He said, why are you marrying him? She's like, are you in He was like, are you in love with him? She was like, no, but I can learn to love him. You That's know what I'm saying? I think so a lot like, of relationships are learned to love. How many people wind up marrying <laughs> their baby mother, especially in the older days because it was the right thing to do? And he didn't really love the person, but... I gave her a child. I wanted to keep the home together, so I married the person, and I learned to love them. That, I, I I think unions today are hardly ever based on purely love, and that's fucked up. I think it that's is, but up. that's the day and age we in right now. I can't marry on. somebody I'm not in love with. There are cultures well, still that, till yes, today where your marriage marriages. is arranged, and you yes, have to learn to love each other. Let me tell you, I I I work in the financial industry, and a lot of my um co-workers are from Indian descent or they, they're, they're Indian and I want to say 80 to 90 percent of the marriages in India are arranged I'm not saying that it won't and work and they don't wind up in divorces they I'm learn to love each other they said that's something they can learn it, I'm not saying it wouldn't work though but I wouldn't want to live that type of life they have this show called marry at first sight when they just meet each other at the altar they don't know anything about each other 
they just meet each other like the experts put them together and some of the couples are still together still married they have children they learn to love each other yeah and and, and, and i know it sounds messed up but i feel like i always say that we fi- we follow society's preset traditions when we say like you know you could get married always oh, the worst thing in the world to get divorced or stuff like that like you know you try certain things out if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Life is too short. That's to just how I am. Miserable. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I remember when um, I was breaking up with the father of my kids and everyone's like, oh, the family, this. And I'm like, listen, I'm not happy. I'm not going to sit there and be miserable with somebody I don't want to be with. So that way it alters my personality. Like, no, mm-hmm. that shit will change me. I will be miserable. I was miserable. Yeah. Like, like for instance, if I was single and I know... Everyone's going to run to like a Rihanna or Beyonce and stuff like that. But if I was single and had the chance to be married to Miss Lauren Hill. Oh, yeah, really oh, holler at me. Do I have to bring up my crush? God I, 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 I could marry <laughs> Lauren Hill and she could <laughs> not <laughs> love me, but I could just be there and be around her. And just, to me, I just imagine the conversation. crazy these days. Not, yeah, but the conversation like you have with Lauren Hill and just how deep that. she I'm is and how intellectual that. she appears to be from afar. Like, to me, I'm one of those, uh, I forgot what it's called, something sapio when you're in love with people's intelligence. Sapio. Mm. Sapio, yeah, something yeah. like that. Where it's just like, you know, her deepness, someone being intelligent, someone, I can, no, I you, can love yeah, that. No, Lauren's too young for you. You need Lady Lady Eloise from Boomerang. Oh, my God. <laughs> Marvin. <laughs> Wasn't Lady Eloise? Did, um, Lady Eloise. Yo, she, she just died. She earthed the kit. Wasn't earthed the kit, Lady Eloise? Well, that's what you need. Nah. Marvin's I, darling. <laughs> I, I, I do like a very mature wine, if I do say so myself. All right. So the next the next um, portion of this uh, subject is interesting. Um, can a loveless but peaceful union work in this day and age? I think so. Yeah, I think the majority. I think so. The majority is strong, but I think a lot of relationships where, you know, the love has kind of passed. But you know what? I'm going to throw, I'm gonna throw a, Being a, stable, a, a having, this you stuff. know, having kids, having a good home and stuff yeah. like that. Can it work without adultery? Some kind of, some kind of cheating going on? It, I feel it can if you if if you if you found a way to have those needs met. In well, a what's way. lacking in that situation? Because it all depends on what's lacking. You can still have a union, and everything still be good. But what what is it that's lacking? Let, let, let's, well, if the love is missing, then if the love the is missing, are you going to go somewhere else? The love where it needs to be. To the intimacy love. is not where it needs to be. If this, this love is if missing, if the intimacy is not there, loveless. then I think that. Adultery will happen eventually. How about this? How how many men and I know some married men out there could probably relate to. You was like really frustrated. You was really on the verge of feel like you was about to step out. Married you, women you, too. You rub one out and then you say, "F it, man, I'm gonna just go back and watch football or do what I got to do," kind of thing. And and even though that's not the most happiest existence, how long can you it do happens. That, bro? How long can you do that for? You know. I mean, t- cause cause this is what like when you're in a committed long-term relationship this is what you're kind of thinking like yes obviously the temptation of having you know different you know sexual partners different sexual experiences very exciting but at the same time when you're in a situation where you really respect the person you're with you really want it to work even though it's like trying and stuff like that you, you have to calculate okay what is the cost of stepping out and having sex does that few minutes maybe a half hour of passions is worth it worth losing it at all 
You know what I'm saying? Because let's keep it real. Not every sexual session is a long term. But session. it's not even about. You could put that. it all it's on the line, and then your gun, your gun let off real quick, and you did it for two minutes. It's not even about that. It's about the fact that, like, I've spoken to married men um, who have said, like, the wife just refuses to have sex with you anymore. So you are not. I know it's not in the 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 what's it called the the words you say. The, the, the vows The vows mm-hmm. That you say When you get married Thou shall continue To sleep with your Significant other You know what I mean It's not in there But it's Assumed You know what I'm saying A lot of and the it's times These things change though Because Guys stop doing Whatever it is That yeah. they've done To Get the to woman, get the woman yeah, like how, that, how, yeah. how many Absolutely. times Do we take ownership oh, wait, If wait. you stop dating If you stop So many different things That's good That's That's gonna lead us Into our next topic Okay, you want to expand on it? I'll expand on the next question. Well, I I would say this, like, you know, a loveless but peaceful union, you know, sometimes can work for people. I think it could. Sometimes your your union is loveless for seasons. That's why I always say, like, you know what? They I do say t- people fall in and out of love. In and out of love. People yeah. get frustrated. Okay. People get distracted. I always say this. Every time I'm at a point in my particular relationship when I'm really frustrated and I'm really just saying another, I, I take a step back and say, okay, you know what? I might, I may be frustrated with certain things that my wife is doing, certain acting that's going on. But how much of my happiness am I hanging on her shoulders? And, and why am I not taking mm, it into my own hands? The happiness. You know what I'm saying? Because so, a lot of times, as soon as we get frustrated... We allow the person on the other side of our bed to be the excuse. I why. know we say that you can't yet your happiness depend on somebody else and don't look to your significant other for your happiness. But when you release and get that nut off, I feel really happy. I don't know about you. And it's her responsibility to help me get there. So yeah. I feel real happy after that. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> let's go to the next topic. This topic here is Perfectly to what we was discussing. Um, things your representative do early in relationship. Everybody knows when you first meet somebody, they say, I think it's like three months, first three months at least, you're not meeting them. You're meeting their representative, right? This is the person that's all flowers and candy and sweet, you know, opening the door, pulling out the chair, you know, compliments, everything you want in a suitor. You know, this is the girl who... Do the fake and bake, or she be cooking when you come through. You know, she call you her king. Sounds like somebody has experiences. <laughs> <laughs> or oh, she, she calls you your, your she king. Keep her, she keep her crib clean. You know, <laughs> she don't be talking all reckless. This is don't, shit she should be doing without a Don't raise her voice, you know, or get mad at petty stuff. That's the, that's the representative. So we're talking about things your representatives do early in a relationship. And the first question with this is, what are some of the things you've done early in relationships that you stopped doing after you got comfortable? Ladies Marv, first. go ahead, no, Marv. No, 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 Marv could go ahead. <laughs> I'm really, and, and I'm really trying to think of... <laughs> Maybe you know, not intentionally. Not intentionally. You know, unintentionally. I don't know. To be honest with you, I know it sounds crazy, right? But I feel like... I kind of learned to, um, I probably had more faults in my representative stage than I do now because I was more operating on just what made me good. And then you start being in a relationship and 
I don't know if I if I fell off on certain things. You know what I'm okay. saying? I think I started to learn, like, you know, like, for instance, one of the biggest things I learned from beginning to now is before when football season came on or NBA season came on, like, I was just watching three, mm. four games a day on Sunday mm-hmm. all day. And then I just realized, like, yo, you leave a lot of burden on your partner if you're not stepping up. So now my game plan is like, yo, I look at the schedules, what NBA game is important to me and what's not. What football game is important to me, what not? Because you need to leave those other hours to do the husband chore thing. Mm-hmm. But I, Especially when I owned a home and I had to clean up the yard and stuff. I kind of think that a day is fine. I don't think you, I mean, for me personally, if I had a man and Sunday was his day, a day is fine. You don't have to sacrifice games. I just won't see you that day or whatever's going on that day. I'll do my own thing. Or if you I'm can not do it together. With you. Yeah, come yeah. be a part of it. Yeah, I would love that in my so future. Wait, so wait, yeah. so you telling me from the jump, you not doing the, the, the extra things you do to get the... The only, the only thing the I can girl. say, probably if, if I could think about a representative that I did in the beginning, then I didn't do like towards the end is like in, in the first, I want to say four or five months, like, Every date, everything we did, I paid for when we was dating. Mm. Never let her her touch her so, wallet until we was like in a relationship. We was established girlfriend okay. and boyfriend. Then I started letting her, you know, pull out the check Take or pay you for out, pay for a tip or something. So right? I mean, you know, because in the beginning I just wanted her to feel like you know I'm a man. I'm, I'm taking take care of things. And then when you're in a relationship. And, you know, you start discussing finances and stuff like that. You start to realize, okay, you know what? Sometimes you could pay. Sometimes I could pay. Maybe I might cover the movie. She'll cover a meal or vice versa kind mm-hmm. of thing. So I would say, you know, not that I was gaming her, but, you know, in the beginning, you want her to feel comfortable. So mm-hmm. I pay for everything. Yeah, not everything while, done, you not everything done by thing. your representative is wrong or deceiving. It's part of courting somebody. Yeah. Amanda, what? What did you say? Because um, <laughs> women do too. People always think, oh, it's the men. You know, they be all sweet, sweet in the beginning. The women got their things too. They're yeah, representative. Women, women can. But, so what was uh, yours? I honestly don't think I had any, but I do oh, remember. No, I'm being honest. I'm being honest. I do remember, though, like a no sex phase, but that was from the both of us. Like we were just going through a lot of crap and it was just like no sex. So how long? <sighs> a while. We ended up breaking up. We broke Before up. Before you guys had yeah. sex? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were without sex probably for eight months. Wow. Yeah. And, and, and what age? Uh, this was in my mid-20s. Wow. Very mm-hmm. hard. Yeah. I'm not feeling but, y'all answers, though. I just want to no, tell because, y'all. Y'all no, feeding I'm me shit you. over here. I mean... <laughs> But you know, it's because you've been through a lot of shit. But you know me. That's why. That's why. For lack of better words, I get considered friend zone mob or sucker for love because I I I keep that kind of energy. energy. I so to me, it's just like you know. I'm not, I don't know what kind of trait. So you give us the example of what's your representative. Yeah, you tell us what it is. Because you're telling us our answers aren't good enough, so you have to give us an example. So how about you? I can't really give you an example of what it's like (laughs) per se because I'm me all the time. And that's one of my. So wait a minute. We're basically saying the same thing, but you couldn't accept that. Huh? We're basically saying the same thing. No, but but I know there are things. And you couldn't accept that. Honestly, no, no, no. There are things. There are things. Like, I would say yes. When I first meet a woman, I'm very more, very, um, I'm much more attentive to her as far as giving her my attention. 
right? Okay. Like, I might not go out, and, and if the game is on, and I really want to watch the game, instead of looking at the game, I may actually listen to what she's saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'll try anyway. <laughs> but, you know, and if, if we deep in a relationship, then it's going to be like, all right, you know I want to see this game, babe. I'm listening to you, but go ahead. Just say what you got to say, you know? So initially, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Like, I really care what she has to say. My representative does anyway. <laughs> you, you, well, you know, you sparked something to me that I could say is a true fault to myself. Like when My representative self, because you just pointed something out, is like when I first meet the person trying to get to know them, I'll put my phone away and not even mm. listening. But once we get comfortable, I'm multitasking like mother. Marv, so we all we went out to eat after the podcast. Your yes. ass is on your phone. On the phone. Twenty four. And then my wife probably say I'm terrible at that. So I'm gonna be honest with you. Like she got mad at me the other day. She was just like, I just want to watch one show with you, the whole show without you messing with your phone. Mm. And Damn. I still touch my phone a couple of times. It's a, sorry, it's a habit, right? It's a bad habit. It's a, it's habit. a very bad habit. So that's one thing that my representative self, I won't mm. even have the phone out. But once we get comfortable, I'm talking to you. I'm showing you memes. Okay, see, but do you stuff. see how your answer just changed from five minutes ago? So now you're saying yep. your representative is your phone is away. So now yes. once that fades away, you start bringing your phone out. But I still feel like I could be respectful and, and touch the phone kind of thing. But it is a bad say, habit of mine. I'm something like, I'm Mr. Chivalry. Chivalry is not dead when it comes to me. Oh, God. Right? But <laughs> it's on life support. Nah. <laughs> I'm opening doors, car doors. You get in, you know, I got you, ma. I'm taking care. And I will do that continuously within to a relationship. But if you piss me off, girl, you open your own goddamn door. You lucky I even let you in my goddamn car. You know, so. You know, when you're in a relationship for a long time, the chivalry thing, like, you know, when we go on special dates, like, you know. Went to the Kevin Hart show, or we go out to special dinners and stuff like up. that. I'll remember to always open the door, close the door. But sometimes we go on dates, and I just go straight to my car door, so I don't mm-hmm. remember that all the time. I mean, I always hold the door when we go into like new places or when we leave places. But the door thing is something that I don't it's remember. It's just all the one time. of those things when you first start with somebody. Mm-hmm. Not to cut you off. No, no, you, I was cutting more, you off. I'm sorry. You're more a. Um, you're more focused on making sure you do those things. Whereas once you get involved with somebody a little longer, it's not out of any maliciousness that you say, oh, I ain't doing this for her no more. I got her, whatever, whatever. It's more of I'm comfortable. We're comfortable. I got things on my mind. This is my lady. Yeah, I probably should still be opening the door for her, but we got to go. She's making us late. You know what I'm saying? Get in the car. Let's go. Yeah, the last date I went on, the guy held the door for me, opened the door for me, and everything. It was it was nice. It was nice. That must yeah. be a good dude. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh wait, the next subject. Okay, this is um, basically says what causes you to stop. We we kind of touched on it, but what causes you to stop doing those things? Comfort, and then mm-hmm. which is a bad thing because comfort and romance. Once that romance is gone, it's like you. Yeah, but no, but I, people, I just think I think once you once you become comfortable with the person, they feel like you feel. It's sort of like how when you're out there doing bad and you say, "God know my heart," you know what I'm saying, and you continue <laughs> to do messed up things. You kind of are like that in a relationship. Like you know what, wife, you know who I really am. So if I slip up and do certain things that are not romantic or show kind of lacks lacks of acknowledgement, you feel like you already established who you are so you don't have to carry those things but that's the worst attitude you can have 
You know, so like like I said, me feeling like wifey knows me makes me feel like I. Of course, I listen to everything she say, but me multitasking, using the phone and stuff like that. I'm too engaged in the social media world, and sometimes you got to take a step back and be like, yo. You don't need to know everything that's going on Facebook, Instagram, whatever, whatever. It's always going to be there. You can always o- go back exactly. to it. Yeah, it's on, it's on demand. You can get these updates whenever you look for them. So, yeah. you know, you have to use the time that you have with that special person to focus on them. Focus on them. Uh, like I've said before, um, once certain things stop, like when a guy stops doing, you know, going out on dates and y'all just too comfortable, then yeah. I mean, if if I can answer this question from just things I hear from, you know, males that I'm around and things like that, I think a lot of things that people stop doing sometimes in the beginning and towards the end they stop doing is like really representing in the bedroom. Right, because in the beginning, I see sex is an issue. God but no, damn. but in the beginning, you always want to hold it down. You always want them to know that you that's put true, it down, kind of true, thing. And true. then you get comfortable, and you just like it becomes a game of tag. Whoever not first is the one who won. You, you know what I'm saying? And that's do not. Women feel like that that's though? Do y'all sad. feel like that when y'all when y'all when y'all first get a dude? Do y'all do y'all feel like oh I'm just gonna you know give him some or or I'm gonna get some of his. Or I'm gonna really like put it on him so he don't forget this pussy, you know? Like, is that what y'all do? Because we be like, yo, I- I'm gonna put it on her, you know what I mean? A woman can do that the first couple of times, but for me, it all depends on what type of woman you're dealing with. I'm a freak, so it's gonna always be consistent. <laughs> all right, <laughs> all right. <laughs> I feel like you know sometimes dating. Dating head is different than in relationship long term. I disagree. <laughs> I disagree with that yes. shit. Yes. Yes. This man speaks you the truth. You said that before. Hey, 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 I'm like not trying ago. to get kicked out of my, my, my house or anything like that. No. I'm just saying like, you know. Dating head is porno level. Dating head is porno level like. Is there a camera in here? Are yeah. we being filmed? <laughs> like, yeah. will there be a check distributed at the end of the situation? <laughs> Damn, girl. Stupid. Make you go. And then long term, it's just like, hurry up. Yeah. Hope this feels good for you. Let's switch I feel something obligated. Else. But see, this is what I'm talking about when it comes to being a freak. As a freak, you're not going to give, you're not going to lack in that area because being a freak satisfies me. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna always be a freak. I can't just give ten percent. I'm gonna give a hundred percent every time because that turns me on being a freak. Mm. Another right? thing that I've heard mm-hmm. men complain about also is that you know the lingerie and the presentation stops after a while. The presentation, definitely right? Because does you know the teasing of the lingerie, the lingerie and looking sexy and stuff. It's like. You know, in the beginning, it's just like, ooh, this is a treat. And after a while, I was like, yo, you gonna, you know what's under these sweatpants. Come get what's under these sweatpants. Or she wearing granny panties around the house. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or even something simple as cleaning up. You know, you go to a chick's house, and, and, and y'all just getting together or whatever. She'd be like, oh, okay, wait, wait, wait. I, I'm got to clean up. You know, let me know before you come in. She want to make sure everything is good. Yeah. You know when you come there, and there's shit all over the floor. She ain't do the dishes. She just like she's comfortable. Then. Sit that's down. real comfortable. Yeah, but that's that. Those are one of those representative type of See, things. I you know what I'm I saying? I haven't been in that dating situation in such a long time, so I can't call it. Can't call it that. Now it's it's our home, so yeah. the house has yeah. to look good. And most of the time, if the house is not looking good, it's my damn fault. So I can't complain to her. Is pick up my own shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? If I answer the question, what causes these things to stop? I would say 
like you said, the level of comfort, which comes with time in a relationship. And then we start to think about ourselves. See, that's the thing with the representative. And when you first start off in the relationships, you're all about pleasing. You're a mm -hmm. pleaser. Mm -hmm. I want to please this person. I want them to like me. I want them to feel good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then you start to get comfortable with them. And you're like, you know, I want to feel good. Yeah. I want to, I want, I want. I want them to make me like them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's kind of backwards, and that's usually like what men think. I don't know. Yeah, but I, I, I don't. Feel about I don't that. know if I. Maybe I might subscribe or fall into the same thing where you said like you're a freak. Like to me, I always feel like yo, I gotta try my best to get the person off, and then me kind of thing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because I feel like it takes a little more effort to get a woman off versus a man. Mm -hmm. So I always feel like you know what. I got to get it off first because if I get it off first and then when I get get mine, we're going to both, she's going to probably get another one. Right. And then, you know, I'd rather be in the deficit of her getting two and I'm getting one kind of thing. Because then you can't, you feel good. It feels yeah. good as yourself and you took care of what you got to do. But a lot of times men just feel like, ah, she know what I got. She know I can hold it down and stuff yeah. like that. She knows, but she should continue to always feel that way. I mean, there's there's the quickies and then there's... The, the, the pleasure session yeah. You know what I'm saying I'm a pleasurer I, I like to pleasure You know The woman I'm with However I can Hey Even if I nut before her Like guys Just cause you nut Don't mean You gotta stop You yeah. know The foreplay can continue That's those why nipples, God gave those, me I tongue, agree. those nipples are still and hard fingers. And that box that. is still wet baby. You know what I'm saying <laughs> you know? That's why God gave so you So just keep it going Keep the session going A little longer You know That's when we had our, all the guests on, that's what them toys come into play yeah. now. You this, know what I'm saying? God gave you a sexual trinity. The tongue, the fingers, and your meat. You oh, got to be sexual. able to take care of the situation Message, with the trinity. The sexual trinity. The sexual trinity. I didn't want to say the holy trinity. I've never trinity. heard this I didn't want to say holy trinity and be, you Yo, know, blasphemous. Wow. on that real sex. You, take notes. you know all it, that. I feel like this. We have if, meat. If you can't take care... <laughs> The situation between the fingers, <laughs> your tongue, and your meat, you're I feel like trying. there's a lack of effort there. Yeah, you're not trying. You know what I'm saying? I agree. So the last question on this topic here is how meat. far into a relationship. Like Arby, we got the meat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My fault. Go ahead. <laughs> That's the bad meat, the roast meat. All right. No. How far, how far into a relationship does the mask come off? And the person you're with shows you their complete self. So you give like an estimate of time. For 90 days. 90 like, days. That's really quick. I you feel like so? 90 days. I yeah. feel like it's hard. Like, don't get it twisted. There's tears mm. to the mask, right? Okay. So I feel like after 90 days, the things that subconsciously the person, you know, tries to uh, block. Bless you. Bless. Thank you. Comes out. There's still certain things that they can still keep. At big, but after 90 days, I feel like after 90 days, a fart might slip. You know what I'm saying? Wait a minute, wait, wait. I have, after a, I have 90 a side days, question. These women don't fart. Yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't fart. No. Don't. I have a, <laughs> when is the right time to fart in front of somebody? How about that? To be honest with you, <laughs> men, day one. Day one. What? Because I'm testing you. Mm -hmm. If you can handle that smell, you pretty much can handle anything. Oh my God. <laughs> if, if, if I could give a Day number. Day one, I'm not If I could give a anyone. number. Give a number. Three. My number's three. After three smashes. After three smashes, After she can fart smashes, in front of you, you freely. You can start farting, you can do whatever and stuff like that. Because I feel like. Pussy fart? Are we talking? Queen? No, we're talking about regular farts, oh, okay, not okay, pussy okay. farts. No, because <laughs> that first smash. 
is a nervous smash, right? You know, either she's trying to either show you she's a real freak or not be too freaky so you don't judge. There's a calculation. That second smash is a little more comfort because, okay, that first one was got out the way. That third smash is like, this is sort of being normal behavior. So after that third smash, if you fart and stuff like Three that. smashes is too soon, yo. It depends how quick those three smashes happen. What if it happens while you're smashing and she farts? Is that all right? We're going to laugh about it, but we got to get the job done. Uh. <laughs> we got to get the job everybody's, done. Everybody's, I don't care who you Listen, are. Everybody's been in a relationship be where you're smashing and a fart came out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if you let that, even, even if it smells yeah. toxic... You got a job to complete. No, if it smells toxic, I'm stopping for a moment. Nah. Can't fuck with that. You can't Smell mess up the rhythm. As long as you she not giving you head, you can't fart while she giving you head. Yo, <laughs> imagine somebody farting in your face while you tossing salad. Then what you Yo. gonna do? Well, that's never happened to me. But I've I've that's had a, I've had a fart while that's another. I've had a fart while going down. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're if you really <laughs> if you're really doing your thing, right? And the person body relaxes, it can happen. What she say what? when that happened? Yeah, what, what happened say? when she farted on you? Come on, the bro. person laughs, you laugh, and you gotta get the job done. Wait, you she went farted in your mouth. She farted in your mouth? Not necessarily. It was close enough. Yeah, he didn't say no. It's close, close enough. enough. He didn't but it's not say like no. a fart in, in the mouth kind of situation. It it, it just happened. Okay. All right. So anyway, what's the so question? So you never you hold on. <laughs> you have never passed gas during sex? Oh, I have. Yeah. I don't fart, so I don't. I don't know. do it regularly, but <laughs> I, I have done it. You know, it once slipped out, and I've had people I've been with, you know, slip out too. But like you said, my brother, you got to get the job. Got to get the job done. Got to get the job done. But you got to get the job done. Okay. All right. So what's the so question? So the question now? is the time frame uh-huh. in which you know. Um, the mask, the when mask the mask comes, comes off. I yeah, say, yeah. say six, eight months to a year. You see, you committed to that role. I don't think a lot of people are committed to the no, role. No, the reason why I say that, I feel like once you say I love you and y'all start getting like, you know. Yeah, I guess. Spend the nights and stuff like that. I think that people, uh, you know, it changes. That's when the mask comes off. Like, instead of her getting her man's drink, it's like, go get it. It's in the fridge. Like, you know, we've been together for this long. Go get that drink or something like that. Like, after eight months, maybe. I'm not speaking for myself, but I'm speaking for, you know. So why don't you speak for yourself? This is what we want to know. Yeah. People want to know. I am very uh, consistent. I am. Mm. That's it. Yeah, I mean, and, and like like I said, to me, the mask thing is just like, you know, I'm just, I know it sounds corny or self-promotion. I'm just a caring person. So I, maybe a fault of mine, and I, I always put the person who I'm dealing with needs almost uh, ahead of myself. So do I. And that's it's within my sign yeah. to be like that. I'm going to speak like Sensei does. I'm a Leo. I don't I don't <laughs> know. I don't know if a Leo. I don't know if a Leo is supposed to talk have like that. Kind that. Of thing. My sign says. You see? I'm Wait, a Libra. What, about you? what did you call me? Sensei. No. I, I thought it was supposed to be something oh, else. Oh, God. Can you? I haven't heard it yet. Oh, I said your highness while y'all were talking. That's okay. enough. You better okay. say it louder. Okay. No. So how long how long do you think it takes for your master? Let me just let y'all know that. My you said re-nigger, right? Yeah. That she re Like spades, not, uh, not not the N-word. Um I would say <sighs> How about when your mask? When does your mask come off? This that's that's what yeah. I'm Um like I said before, I don't really have the mask. I'm, I live by the Cameron theory. 
Remember his, on his album? Okay, Slay said it, matter of fact. When you meet a chick, you just slap her. He was like, what? You so just slap her you, you off the again, top. She can't say, you don't treat me like you, you used, used to. to. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I heard that from Cameron yeah, first. So I would him call it. I would say, I would just say all like the uh, extra attentiveness that you might put into when you first meet somebody. I would say probably around, you know, there's no specific time range, but anywhere between like, five to seven months i just think it's a matter of how the relationship matures and how comfortable you get with the person because y'all will get comfortable with each other but sometimes it happens faster than others you know and the faster it happens i think the more you see you know what i'm saying and it goes back to my saying where you got people who get married and never lived with each other like mm-hmm. you don't really know someone until you live with them. Until you live with them. So yeah, you might spend nights with each other at each other's place and stuff like that. You know, but you really don't know who you're dealing with till you live with them. You don't know when you're doing the laundry if they got shit stains in their drawers and you gotta <laughs> suck it up and deal with it. You don't know how they snore at night, yeah. you know, if it's like constant. I, I, you I know. think you know, another thing you um I wanna put out there as far as with the mask kind of thing. I think another thing we don't take in consideration and I, I'm gonna put a little onus on the women with mm. is like in the beginning, because you don't have expectations for a person, a person might operate and move in a certain way and is okay. But after a while a woman expects for you to anticipate her needs or know what she's she wants from you. And when you don't pick that up, then she feels like, damn, he still don't get it. But no, I'm being the same oblivious person I was from the beginning but after a while you expect me to anticipate certain things and maybe I might disagree yeah when we first started dating it was oh well this is what I like to do and da 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 you communicated with me I was more inquisitive I asked the questions mm-hmm. now yes I'm not asking as many questions but you also aren't communicating with me as much verbally now it's more like you should know. Yeah, you know I was going to say that I think communication really pays um, pays a big role and plays a big role in this because uh, if you're not communicating, you can't you can't expect someone to know what you want regardless of how long you guys been together. Sometimes if a guy is not doing something, you just have to remind them. Like, listen, um, I no, remember- I don't necessarily agree with what you're saying. I don't think that you you do have to. When you've been with somebody for years upon years, uh-huh. you are going to see habits of theirs. You are going to know when Because you don't think that you may need a little reminder. So let's just say if I'm with a guy, he's always holding the door for me. And for two months straight, he hasn't held the door. So that pisses me off on the inside. So I shouldn't communicate with him. Oh, remember when you used to hold the door for me? No, that that is the Well, bro. that's what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, I agree. I'm just... No, I'm saying like if you... Like what, what uh, Marv was saying as far as like... Where women sometimes expect you to know their feelings when they're not feeling so good yeah. or when they got an issue mm-hmm. because you know their habits. You know what they right. usually do when they're in a good space and then you know what they do when they're not in a good space. Mm-hmm. You have to be attentive to that because they're not going to tell you. You're going to be like, oh, is everything all right? Yeah. yeah. And, okay, as crazy no. as, and as crazy as it sounds, sometimes consistency with a woman is not enough because you you're acting the same way you always act, but no, you have to have some kind of evolution. Mm. 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 <laughs> you're right. <laughs> you got to have some kind of evolution. They expect and 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 to be honest with you, sometimes you will be given that verbal, you know, um, explanation, and sometimes they just expect for this you to evolve. This is what I always say. This is what this I always say. What do you always, always say? Let's I always know. feel like relationships fuck up. Men expect the woman 
to stay and never the change same when he first met her. When he fell in love with you her. You don't think he, women hold expect on, hold that? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Women expect the man to grow and become something more. You know? I always say that Even too, though so they fell in love with, with the nigga they met and smashing <laughs> within a week or a month, whatever. You know? <laughs> <laughs> they didn't want him to become something more. We just be like, I just want you to be the same woman I met. Why can't you be that? Just don't change. And you're like, well, I want you to change. And it's yeah. like, that's where the friction comes. You don't agree? This is a whole nother topic. Um, we got to get deep into that. I can't just cover avoiding. this in two minutes. <laughs> I'm not, because I'm not, I need more Somebody. examples. I feel like you can't change. This is like, this is, if we go into another subject, it would be like changing a man. And this, that's a whole nother thing. And we only got like how many minutes left? Yeah. Yeah, we can't talk about time. this right so now. So we can wrap this up with, uh, what will we say? You said three months, right? 90 days? I said, I 90 said days. around eight don't get it twisted and, I, but, and the caveat is there's layers to the change I feel like certain things like after 90 days the person might fart or the person might you know be comfortable <laughs> enough to poop and, and let you come into the to the room after the poop we don't need to do I that. say those little little nuanced things because those are the things that you know what or they go from wearing a lingerie or the sexy silk I still think, to the panties. moon moon no, to I, the I moon still moon. think past 90 you days know? they're still gonna do that kind of stuff I feel like you know what the moo moos come out. After I'm, years. I'm on my cycle. I don't feel pretty. Yeah. So you should have told me not to come over. How about that? You want me to hug up with you? You want me to? I always hold say. You? I always say that. I always make that joke <laughs> that you know. Oh, you know the cycle scene and stuff like that. Well, do you got a dental appointment tomorrow? Oh, bro. <laughs> bro. <laughs> not even. I don't even. You know, back in the old days, they locked them in the room for five days. Oh, here we go with that yeah, bullshit. Because they need to be isolated. Nah. Back, you know, back in the old days. Left yeah, alone. exactly. They did a lot of things right back in the old days. All right, not everything, but they did a lot of things right when it came to relationships. That's some shit. Those relationships those lasted much longer yeah, than when, those when today. Yeah, when the guy was controlling and crazy, it worked. To be honest with you, it I don't worked. think people were happy like that though. What the fuck happiness got to do with it, bro? Mm, then we nah. just go on the subject. That's matter. that's the circle. Yeah. That's the key to life: happiness. Everything. But the guys was happy, right? And that shit women. didn't count. Remember, we're the ones that cook your fucking food. So we could put not anything not, in it while we feed you. Oh my god! I, I always you put say things in food. I always say vagina is more expensive than penis. What's that again? Vagina is more expensive than penis. What kind of thinking do you have? It's no, a fact, bro. Me. It's a fact. Vaginas are more. There's expensive. more vaginas always on more Earth expensive. Than penis. Yeah, but so how can that be but, more but valuable? The, the thing, Explain the yourself. journey, the journey to vagina is a much harder journey than the journey mm. to penis. What? Mm, I disagree. All right, that's ahead. another subject. We get on. Yeah, we have that. Why do you say that for another day? Yeah, we do. But I quick, just quick. told you the numbers. It's a numbers game. If I have more quantity of something, wouldn't the thing that I have less of be more valuable to me? So let's let's right? keep, let's keep it a buck. Let's keep it a buck. I'll take myself out of this situation. I'll just use you you too. If both of you guys stepped out of this room, and I said, the first five kills get a million dollars. You think a man is gonna get the five kills faster than you get the five kills? Smashing wise? Yes. Mm, no, 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 not necessarily. It depends because I could go for a bunch of fives. 
I can smash a bunch of fives. Regardless, regardless, gonna a woman's going to get to the five kills faster than a man can get to the five kills. Cause dudes I agree. Yeah, that's I agree saying. with Marv. They're thirstier for that's the box. What that, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's, it's less, it's less, it's less obligation. Poor, I think that's a poor way to prove your point. It's a poor Mine way to prove the point, but good. he's right, though. Yeah, because... That's because women try right, to act it, like... Let's keep it real. Let's keep it, it real. Let's keep it real. <laughs> On the pursuit of women and stuff like that, obviously there's chances that you know you could get you know quick jump offs and stuff like that. But even dating and stuff like that, does dating cost men more money than it costs women? Right now, people, Marvin's is putting the pussy on the pedestal. No. And that's what you that's cannot do. That's where the do. pussy needs He's to be. He's putting the pussy I'm on the pedestal. The pussy needs to be on the Vagina pedestal. Vagina is more expensive <laughs> than penis. the value of the penis. Us as men have to take value in our penis and know our self-worth, all right? Your penis has value. If there was a strike right? between the sexes, the men are crossing Yo, that line right. way before the woman crossed that line, B. Vagina is more expensive You're than probably penis. probably right. You know what I'm saying? You're probably right. So, so lead, us, lead, us to the, lead us to the, okay, to the, the, next, the, next the last so, leg of the show. Well, that closes out um, the open shirt poppy uh, Thank time you. within the show. Thank now you. we're going to lead into uh, ask, ask, ask the, the zone. zone. We'll let Amanda. Amanda's going to take care of that. All right. You guys ready? Yes. Yeah. Okay. My, <laughs> my girlfriend and I have been together for a year and a few months and everything is all good except she's still in contact with her ex. They text all the time and sometimes have phone conversations. I'm also aware that when we have problems, she consults with him. She thinks I'm overreacting when I tell her I'm upset and claims he doesn't want her anyway because he's involved as well. But I want them to cut all ties. How can I end this friendship union that they have? Or how can I tell her to keep it at a minimum? I'm feeling some type of way. Yeah, like, if I could, you know, say something real quick. I, I, I definitely understand where he's coming from, and I definitely feel like, you know what, that constant communication with your ex. How long you said they were dating? Uh, it said a year. Well, I know him personally, so it'll be two years soon. Two years? Mm-hmm. There's, there's, yeah. there's got to be kind of a... Uh, I, I'm not the type that sit there and tell someone that they can't speak to somebody at all. Okay. But it's mad uncomfortable if you're... you're every time we got problems, you're running to the ex. Yeah. You're consistently talking to the ex. Uh -huh. Because the, the ex is always going to feel like he wants to kill or, or, or get off knowing that he can, you know, smash any given time you know what i'm saying so I, I don't think it's cool like you can't limit the person from having friends of the opposite sex but a consistent dialogue with their ex is not healthy for the relationship because it doesn't allow me to really feel like you're ready to grow into us being the next step because you're keeping this person in the background as a safety net whether you agree or not because she's saying that he has a man she, he has he, a girl he's saying, he's saying that you know her ex, her saying that her ex has a girl. So what? Dudes are still gonna want to smash. But so it's I, up to the girl whether she's gonna smash or not. If she really loves her, like smashing you, is not even the is not even the the subject matter here. You yeah, why are we talking about smashing? You communicating like, yeah. with your ex? Yeah, there's something wrong with that. Like you can't feel like a ex. Y'all know what I say. Get rid of her. Okay. This is I mean, they, they got two years in the game. This so is total two, disrespect. Two years in the game to me is like, you know, they're, they're, they're going almost... Going on two years, uh-huh. Going on two years, they're almost in marriage stage. If not, what? it's already going having Going on two years, okay, yeah. 
Because two years in your, and I'm, I'm assuming this person's in his thirties, right? Yeah. She's two years in your thirties is a long time. She still don't respect him after she, all this time. So you think she should cut all ties with her ex or limit the conversation? Definitely limit. I mean, one thing Didn't I gotta she have give kids with her ex. No, they have cut no all, kids. Cut all ties. Yeah, yeah. Cut all ties. No kids. Yeah. And, and no. They situation. just remain cool after the breakup. Cut all ties. And if this guy is okay with it, which I don't see why he would be, them still being in communication, under no... He's situ- not okay with it. Oh, yeah. Well, under no circumstance should she be talking about her current relationship with her ex. That's idiotic. Yeah. Like, My, especially because you run into this person when we have problems. That's ugly. That's always the case. Because you're allowing, you're allowing this person who was once intimate or special to you, knowing all my faults, which he could then use against me she's putting him at a disadvantage yeah my thing about it is it's just like you know what sometimes you run in certain circles so you and your ex may still go to church together you still probably have you know uh mutual friends and i get it but the consistent conversation with this person you know it's not like this is just a friend who we can say we 100 percent know their intentions this is someone who once loved you and who once wanted to have something more to you. So if you keep that communication with them, there's always the chance that, you know, as soon as it don't work out with whoever he's dealing with, right. he's coming back to you. Yeah, exactly. So why keep that window what, open like what that? What are you thinking? If, if any of our exes are communicating to us what's going wrong in their relationship, what are we thinking? Oh, they want me back. Or, or you know. You know, we, we probably could get and, back and, together. And, and you like know that. how egotistical men are sometimes. Men always feel like, she's talking to me about what this dude is not come, not doing right. She's talk, she, We always talking stuff like that. Oh, I know I can still smash. And I know y'all said it's not about that, but that still plays that is what a part we think of the equation. The That's what we always That's think. That's all we want to know. Can I still hit that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then having can that open smash? communication like that makes me feel like, yo, I can still smash. Yeah, you can still smash, right? Okay. And then I'm not saying that it'll head down that road, but then sabotage can be part of the game plan as well. If I always could t- still talk to you. What's the advice I always he's have looking a window for? Team. What is, he, what is, um, should he draw a land in the should he draw a landing uh, line right. in the sand and say like you know what? How can he approach her? Yeah, how can he approach her and let her know that you know I don't want you talking to your ex anymore, or it could jeopardize our relationship. Well, I would say this. I was like, obviously, you're still holding on to this relationship that doesn't make me feel comfortable. So I feel like we're still we're still playing house. You're not really ready to step to that next level. So until you're ready to step to that next level, you know. I'm committed to you, but I realize we're not mm-hmm. that serious. Even mm-hmm. though we have time in the game, you're still playing what I deem as childish or, or having connections that shouldn't be there. So you're not really ready for our relationship to evolve. So if you want our relationship to evolve, you have to limit communication to this person because this person is causing you know, insecurity in our relationship. Plain and simple. So if you want me to be secure and know that you're my woman, you need to cut off ties. Not complete communication, but you can't have consistent communication, especially when you run into this person when we have problems. Right. Actions, I feel like that could always uh, undermine our relationship. Actions speak louder than words. Like you said, you've been together for two years in your 30s and you're close to, towards marriage type of thing. You're not ready to be my wife if you okay. communicating I agree our relationship. I with your ex, mm-hmm. so I'm taking that and I'm putting it away, saying this is what you show me. You want me to show you where we're going with this, or show you I really love you, 
But this is what you're showing me. I agree with that. You know what I'm saying? If I can add one so, more thing. Absolutely. That's it. I mean, let's be real. When you allow, when you allow people outside of your relationship knowing the pain points of your relationship, you allowing them to have input in your relationship. Mm-hmm. And the last person that should have input in your relationship is your ex. It's one thing if if he's saying she's always telling her girlfriends about our problems. That's going to happen. So That's you have to happen. you have to swallow that. You know what I'm saying? But even with family too. Even with family, family too. too. And I and I I, and one of one of the biggest things too. one of the biggest things that I did to make sure that the last girl I was into before my wife it didn't work out. I started telling my family how much I thought this girl was foul because I knew my mm. my family would never let me let that down. So my thing about it is, if you're allowing an ex to still be an influence in the journey that you're on, you're not really ready for us to go to that next level. I agree with that. You know what I'm saying? So Absolutely. to me, having communication with the ex and cons- practically consulting with them about your current relationship means that we're not ready to move forward into something serious. So until then, okay, we're still dating stuff, but just realize I'm taking our relationship less seriously because your actions are less serious as far as what a relationship should be. Mike, would you still date that person or you let them go? Because he just said he'll still. They live together? No. Okay. Get rid of her. <laughs> no, no, I would have. Hey, grow a pair, bro. Grow a pair. Tell her, listen, the more you communicate with your ex about us, the less I feel like. Not even just about them communicating with the ex. Yeah, communicating because. You communicating with them when you should be communicating with me. Honestly, there's no reason, you know, because I know how it would be on the other end. You know what I mean? If he was communicating with his ex, his girl exactly. is not gonna like it. Exactly, she's not gonna like it. Nobody, it's not, it's not necessary, you know. And, so, and I'm not telling him to be petty, but you may start communicating with your ex and see how she feels about. I think that. he loves her too much to do that. You see, so this is a real and she probably dude. knows that too. He loves that. She probably knows that too. And when women know, oh god, that she here we go with this them, shit. They manipulate and take advantage. Of you. That's so, the type so, of women you. So <laughs> if, I, if I could sum, if I could sum up my advices, if 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 dude really wants to take this relationship to the next level, Say my name. he got to draw, Mike, <laughs> a line in the sand. You see, Renegade. but but if if he feels like you know what, he's not ready to be that next level with her. Then I would say you could give her some time, let her know how you feel, and then move accordingly. But if you feel like, you know what, I got two years into this and I'm really ready to look for that next step, then you got to draw in the line let her know, like, this communication has to have limitation. Get rid of her. <laughs> what is your advice to her? Um, well, I'm actually like Mike on this one. You get rid of Get rid of her. Shit, wow. that's mad disrespectful. Come from woman. If two you years, guys don't have kids together, the then what are you... What are why are you communicating with your ex? What are we talking yeah. about? Like, that, why? That's weird. And the shit that y'all talking about, why she can't talk about that to you? If it's not about the relationship, it's about regular stuff. Like, why she can't conversate with her man? Yeah. She feels like she can't come to him, so she still goes to her ex. And then, to be honest with you, I feel like another thing is she doesn't have closure from that last relationship. I feel like she doesn't have closure either. What is the com- What are we talking about? Yeah. Why are we talking? Yeah. yeah. Like, any, any person I dealt with in the past uh-huh. that, I, that I speak to or have communication with, mm-hmm. our communication is so bland and so, you know, you good. Cool, stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, happy birthday. Right. And then you keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Like why why are we talking about life ish together? Right, exactly. We don't that window's closed, so there's no life stuff to talk about. I agree. But if I'm 
when I'm hurt, I run to you. If I have problems, I run to you. There's no closure there. There isn't this any This person closure. still comforts Because she you. could run to her best friend. Exactly. She could run to her mom, but she's running to her ex. I think that's bogus. Of all things. Yeah, exactly. Super bogus. Yeah, so. Well, that's the end of another good episode. You know what I'm saying? Episode 46. Yeah. Which is crazy because we're getting to that magic number of 50, 50 yes. which, is a, which is a good look. Thank you for riding with us on the journey. We really appreciate it. Amanda, give some shout outs if you want to. I'd like to give a shout out to my homegirl, Jamie. Um, and that's it. Shout out to Jamie. What about you, Mike? That's her boo. That's my, <laughs> my homegirl. Shout out to the fam. I just came back from North Carolina today. Oh wait, time. yeah, yeah. Shout out um, to my brother oh, and no, no. my niece and my nephew. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie had to come first. Yeah. <laughs> my cousin was in a play yesterday. It was the ghetto Cinderella. Cindy goes to co- uh, yeah. Cindy goes to college. It was entertaining. So shout out to my cousin Monique doing her thing out there. Um, shout out to everybody. Shout out to uh, Jennifer who we had on the show last yeah. week. Well, her book, um, she's out there, Rochdale Day. Yeah. Did anybody pass by Rochdale? I didn't get a chance. I didn't get a chance. I feel bad. But I'm still going to go out and support the book. You know, I wanted to go out there and get like a, you know, autograph, you know, yeah. copy and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. And get a chance to make it out. But I'm, I'm definitely still want to support. And uh, to all the entrepreneurs out there, keep doing it for you. You know what I mean? Would you say mm-hmm. build your legacy? He's going to say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But stealing, you know Stealing. No, no, but on, on that same note, like, you know, to, to piggyback off of, like, the Nike thing, it's just, like, if you think your dreams are crazy, make them chase out of stuff that's crazier than that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because, you know, just just, just doing things that people say you can't do is not enough. You got to do things like, yo, that challenges yourself to be like, yo, can I be that good? Can I be that great? You know, you got to challenge yourself. And like I always say, go out there and chase your legacy because the liability is ends quickly, but your legacy lasts forever. Yeah. We out. Peace. Peace. Views from the friend zone. Mom trying to beat. I'm trying to reach the end zone. You think I'm kind of sweet and you want to be friends, though? It's cool, though. Just don't try to play me for no fool, yo. Views from the friend zone. I'm trying to be, I'm trying to reach the end zone You think I'm kind of sweet and you want to be friends though? It's cool though Just don't try to play me for no fool, yo